Hey everybody, it is Sharani Unicorn here with Amelia and we are ready to have a sit down chat with you. We are on a podcast so you know what that means. That I can say fuck you motherfucker you fucking pussy <laughs> shithead. Yeah, asshole. And this is why we're friends. So, yes, that is what I meant by that. <laughs> Let's get vulgar. Uh, all right. So you have just uh, celebrated with me a year of friendship, right? I have. I'm and, so happy. Yeah. And we talked a little bit before the interview here about what this year has been like. And we'll get through that journey and we'll take our time. But I want to know what this year has been like in a nutshell for you. In a big nut, like a walnut nutshell. Like, um, you like know, some nice nut, nuts. Yeah, nut, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it has been amazing. I still remember the first day I met you. Um, it's etched in my memory for the rest of my life. Uh, walk, us, walk us through it again. Okay. Some of so, us might not have heard it. And by the way, I do have a full interview with Amelia on episode five of the Sex and Swinging podcast. You can get a full in-depth like here and listen to her story, her backstory, and find out kind of, you know, what her journey and where it's brought her. So now with that aside, why don't you walk us through that night? So I'll do a, like a cold notes kind of thing. So right. um, I found you on TikTok. I don't know, scrolling. I didn't really search for anything. And then I was like this beautiful, blonde, you know, voluptuous, curvy <laughs> lady. Wow, she must be American. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why. Because yeah. the, there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in America. Yeah. So, and I was like, you know what? And then she's like, oh, uh, check out this sex club here in Toronto. I'm like, what? We have sex clubs in Toronto? So I was like out with my friends and I couldn't really watch the whole video. So I started following her. Um... And then I was, like, talking to my friends, and everybody's like, yeah, we'll go with you one day. We'll go, we'll go. And then, like, you know, a couple of months passed by. I'm like, you know what? You guys are all talk. No one's going to really go with me. Mm-hmm. I was downtown having dinner with my uh, friends, and I was like, you know what? Uh, we're downtown. You guys are going home to your families and kids and loved ones <laughs> and whatever the fuck. I'm going to go check out this fucking sex club today. <laughs> so I go there, show up. Um, it was like a year ago and I walk in just walking around. Um, I didn't get changed. I just was still wearing my clothes, holding the towel and my key and locker with my purse. And then on the second floor in the hallway, I look uh, over as soon as I come up the stairs and I'm like, Oh my God, that's Toronto unicorn. And I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, like, okay, I'm like, okay, compose yourself, like, you know? And then I'm like, I look at her and I just like, I see this like beautiful angel, these like beautiful, big, like Victoria's Secret wings behind her, like, like a hallelujah moment. And I'm like, wow, this is the lady that introduced me to this lifestyle. And what are the chances that she's going to be here today? Yeah. This is a, this is a sign from, from Everybody from the whole universe, yeah. from all gods, from guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yes. How else would you be reassured that you were on the right path, right? right. Like, yeah. And I just fell in love with her since. And Aww. I've been in love since. And it has been a fun year for us. We have had more than just a, you know, we hang out at sex clubs. Now we hang out without sex clubs, right? Yeah. We can do other things that aren't 
you know, swinger related because this lifestyle is about making friendships, right? It's not, well, not always about that. Sometimes it's about fucking sex and all that. (laughs) I have to forget that sometimes. But it's also about finding people who laugh at your sexual jokes, who think that they'll high five you if you fuck three men in the same night, (laughs) right? Like we want people who celebrate our life choices and stop adding resistance to our lives. And so that's why I love this lifestyle because people accept people and their bodies and their jokes and and as long as you are not you know you know not as long as you're not being judgmental of others you're accepted for the most part i totally agree yeah so this year you started you went on my channel unblurred in one episode on my youtube channel because i remember we had talked that night when you met me and i was talking about my mission and i wanted to empower women and take the shame out of sex and also take the mystique out of sex clubs and everything and you were like well you were proud to contribute to that journey i still am yeah and that's touching yeah i still am because I was those women that watched the video. Yeah. Because if I didn't watch that, I don't think there's enough, I'm going to be honest with you, online about the sex clubs and the lifestyle and etiquette and stuff like that. But then when you watch a woman that looks like you, that's same age, that, Mm -hmm. you know, is open-minded and just like friendly and talking about stuff, about this lifestyle, about sex and like, you know, everything that goes with it. Then it's like, you know what? You know, I could do this. I can go check it out. I can. She's giving me the tools to to like not be nervous. Right. Like, uh, oh, am I going to have to because I'm going to a sex club? Does it mean I have to have sex? No, I could stay fully clothed and watch. Yeah. You know, I could just go there and have a drink and not do anything. Yeah. Or I could have fucking five gangbangs yeah. and suck all that dick I, uh, I want and have DPs and have fucking have anal. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And the bartender's going to treat you the same no matter what. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to treat you the same. Yeah. So. It's true. It's been amazing. It's true. And so what is that acceptance lifestyle brought to you outside of the club? So I, I honestly have so much more confidence. I've always been a very outgoing, bright, uh, uh, extroverted person. I just more, like, sexually, just more even, I have more confidence naked. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we're always self-conscious of ourselves, you know, like our bodies. And then at the club, I get told all the time yeah. that I have such amazing tits. <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah. Like, just by even passerbys. Like, people that don't even touch them. Yeah. You know? So, honestly, it's done so much for yeah. me. In general, confidence. Yeah. Um, approaching people. Um, also known as the welcome wagon. Oh, yes. Right? I've come mug. a long way. Check out my mug. Welcome wagon, Amelia, is because you now know the value of that good first experience and you help people who are deserving get a very gentle and warm and, you know, sensual onboarding. I will never forget my first time. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was at Oasis, uh, the sex club. Mm-hmm. And I want other people, other people to feel the same way. Yeah. I want their first experience to be to be nice, to be kind, to be yeah. genuine, to be focused on them. Uh, it's a big deal. You know, whatever you're going through, whatever has happened, like not married, married, virgin, uh, like whatever your deal is. And then to come to a sex club to experience it yeah. and like to be open to it. And then you have like amazing, awesome, friendly people that are social and nice and are like, 
you know what? It's okay. You're nervous. It's okay. Uh, you can't keep it hard. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, we could just make out. Yeah. It's okay. Let's take a break. Let's just cuddle. Yeah. Right? So it's... Um, I like that feeling and I like helping other people with that feeling. Yeah. Um, because I had a good first experience. I, I love being a part of other people's first experiences and being a part of that story then. You know, that one time I went to a sex club, I had sex with this green haired goddess. Like, right. Right. With nice tits. If you listen to podcast episode number 10 with Teddy, he was a virgin that came to the sex club and Miss Welcome Wagon Amelia is the one that popped his cherry and he was forever grateful. And you can tell by the inf- like the inf- interview I gave with him, how much confidence he has, how reassured he was. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't perfect sex. Things go wrong. Things are awkward. But because you were a nice person and you didn't want to embarrass him, you could, you know, whisper things in his ear so that no one around would hear. And then he could adjust or whatever. And I just I thought it was a beautiful scene. And people who get your first welcome experience are very uh they're very blessed people. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and you are you are you know specific about who you choose. It's yeah. not like you just roll this out for everybody. You're right. Um, so it is a nice thing, and and I think for me is. I like to help people's first experience at the sex club. I don't care so much about the sex. I'm more about the social because I know how hard it is, especially as a single person, to even go out to a restaurant alone and have dinner. And I came from from that place too. And then to go from that to go to a sex club where you don't know anyone, you don't even know the, the culture, it can be a lot. And so for me, my my mission after a few years in this lifestyle is to help people like you uh, find a find this fucking lifestyle so that yeah. you don't get stuck in in vanilla world's, uh, you know, idea of erotic entertainment and forever be freed. Right. And that's just it is the rest of your journey is yours. You don't ever have to walk back into a sex club and you're still forever changed because you don't have to live under the rules of sex, especially under the shame fucking umbrella of sex where people are like, how many what's your body count? And then they'll judge you accordingly. Like, it's like, a, I hate that. Oh hate, my God. Hate. It's such a double standard because it's fine if men have 70. I know. And it's based on really faulty shit. Like, it's really like this idea that the vagina can't sustain um, the opening and closing. And so it'll just keep getting bigger. And I just think that's like a scare tactic. Yeah. It's like when our, you know, certain people told us a puppy would die if you jerked off. Those are the people that try to scare you away from yeah. sex. Yep. Right. And like, I was part of the cultural conditioning that was like, oh, what's your number? Is it over this? Well, you're a whore. A whore is a bad thing. Right. Blah, 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 blah. But when you decide that sex is no longer going to be used to shame you. It doesn't matter what your fucking number is. Oh, you're... Oh, my God. That's such a liberating moment for anybody. It's true because it's way... I look at my own friends differently because I'm not looking through the same judgmental lens as my cultural conditioning ingrained in me as, oh, that girl had two men in the same night. She's a whore and a whore is a bad thing. See how I... I kept bumping that because also being a whore isn't a bad thing. It's culturally conditioned to be a bad thing to scare women into not having sex because of the shame of it. But one of the most empowering things people will ever learn is that when you stop accepting people's shame that they throw at you, there's very little that they can do about it. And uh, you can just live your fucking life. That's it. And this is what this is about. No matter what gender, whatever you're into, um, my favorite saying I, I saw at the club is don't yuck somebody else's yum. Yeah. So this is what I love about this. You know what? If it's your thing, fuck, 
like whatever five guys five girls whatever the fuck you you know yeah you want or just watch if that's your thing too you know bring it and one of the most important to build on that i i was a bit internally judgmental about things even though i understood the culture when i joined this actual culture i was not familiar with bdsm i was not familiar with impact play dominant submission none of it okay none of it now i had some internal judgments that i still didn't express because that's not allowed really but I was like confused as fuck, like about certain things. Why do people like that? Not from a judgmental place as much as a curious place, but I still just, I didn't understand, but with that wince in my eye, like why? Why would you do that? Why? I don't understand, right? And so what's really interesting is if I had been so judgmental back then, little did I know that as the, you know, my experiences in this lifestyle evolved, suddenly I started noticing I liked certain things that I didn't know I liked. And then eventually I'm getting, you know, dominant submissive role play. Then I'm asking to be face fucked aggressively. It's part of the submission stuff. And I can't help but wonder if I had yucked that early, even though it wasn't for me at that time, I never would have let my mind go there. And maybe that's what we need to learn is that we need to unlock the own, our own keys in our own brains and stop waiting for the world to do it for us. Cause I think that we really do contain ourselves in ways like it's 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 i'm guilty of it too but yeah i've done the same i if it wasn't for this lifestyle i wouldn't know doming subbing pegging yeah. bukkake i'm gonna be honest with you i had to google bukkake yeah. when i found out that a tuesday night at oasis is bukkake night yeah i was like what is this and then when i googled it i was like holy shit i want to see this for myself yeah And so for anyone who's interested on my YouTube channel, which is at Toronto Unicorn, I have a playlist called Oasis Aqua Lounge Theme Nights, and you will see DTF, Down to Fuck, Bukkake, Hot Wife, Swordplay, all of the various theme nights on the calendar. I have gone and and covered it and done my best to basically show what happens. So yeah, so that is kind of, you know, when I first came to Oasis, I was like, when do I go? There's a newbie night or do I go on the unicorn night? Because I was a single woman. The other nights were so intimidating to me. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what these, what's what, what I'm going to walk into. Yeah. And I think for me is like, I joined this lifestyle and I felt free and I felt free for the first time, probably in my life. And I, it's, that's why I share the, my stories. That's why I do what I do is because I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything. It's not like I get a commission from people who go to Oasis. I just want people who are not meant to be contained in vanilla mainstream world to free themselves, cut, you know, use that key, let themselves out and live a shame-free existence of sexual exploration. And it's a beautiful thing. And it can be ethical. You can be a moral, high-functioning member of society and get gangbanged. I have met many of them, including someone that's your kindergarten teacher. So it's just, you know, we're really great people who just have sexual liberation. I also want to add that we we mostly go to Oasis Sex Club, but we do go to other sex clubs, uh, yeah. and we've had experiences there that yeah. add to our, right? Well, we're very fortunate in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, to have a variety of sex clubs. Some countries and states have none, yeah. um, and so people travel to go, you know, even great distances to go to a club. So we're lucky that we have like dance club vibes. We have a spa vibe, more of a social lounge vibe. So we have like, oh, what flavor of sex club are you feeling? We're very blessed. 
Yeah, like, for example, this Friday coming up, we, me and you are going to be at different sex clubs for, for good reason. But we are because there's that many sex clubs, yeah. right? So we're blessed that way. And not everyone knows where they fit in this lifestyle. And so if you go and try a club that isn't for you, don't rule out the whole lifestyle. You could maybe find yourself more at home in a club that's more of a social lounge with less loud music. You know, not everyone likes to go to that bar scene where you're yelling over people to try and connect with them, you know? Or whatever is your thing. You know, if you're yeah. single, go on the single nights. If you're a couple and you like swapping, go on the couple nights. If you're yeah. a certain demographic, certain uh, um, gender, right? They are theme nights. The different yeah. clubs have different times, different, like, you know, like uh, some have during the day, some have at night. So yeah. honestly, the sex clubs are for everybody. You just have to find out, you know, what kind of day, what they're playing. And then so this way you'll still enjoy what you're into. Yeah, it's true. So let's now walk through the sex that Amelia has had from the day that she came and didn't have sex. That was her first day. You didn't have sex the first no. time. And now a year later, what has happened? And walk us through your sexual journey. Okay, but I might need your help, though, okay? I know, right? <laughs> because you've been there. <laughs> I have to always open your playlist. By the way, you can watch all the videos that Amelia has ever been in in the playlist called Starring Amelia. Basically, you can see her journey in order. Yeah. But from what I remember scrolling, it started pretty light. And then suddenly I'm like, these two women took a train of men. So where did we, wh you know, wh where, how did you come out of the gate of let's fuck all these men? I have no idea. It just, I feel like once you, because don't go with expectations, right? Mm -hmm. We never, ever, ever, ever do that. Because no. then when you're expecting something and you don't get it, you get disappointed. And then you're, you know, you don't feel good. So it's always, we're always open-minded. And then we'll see what we feel like when we get there. There might be a, a bunch of people that we're interested in, or there mm -hmm. might be nobody. Um, so let's let's try to go through the list. So well, we I so we saw a clip today yeah. of our old playlist where we had left the club after two hours, and we said it wasn't a bad night, but there wasn't that many dicks, so we went home to do something better. That's just real. Sometimes the club isn't where it's at. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So gangbang. So you had your first gangbang with me. Yeah, I did. What was that like? Amazing. I'm happy that you were there because honestly, when you're in the moment of it, mm -hmm. um, you have to make sure as much as you're giving pleasure and getting pleasure, you have to make sure that there's a condom on. Yep. You have to make sure. Uh, so like uh, the if the person's joining the gangbang, they might not know that you're not into anal yeah. or you're not into whatever blowjobs or, or kissing whatever. or nipple play because you just got them pierced or whatever. Right. Yeah. So as a friend or an orgy director or, you know, a f you know, just somebody being there for you. Uh, they can say, you know what? No, like, dude, make sure you put on a condom or like, don't come on her or like, yep. right. So it's important to have that friend. I'm lucky to have her uh, to help you with that. Because, yeah, just going there and taking a bunch of men could get really disorganized and confusing. And then you're trying to monitor condom. No, it's really it's it's risky. It's risky. So when you cre when I created the safe opening of, hey, I'm going to be your spotter, then you were like, OK, well, what will I have? And I remember you asked me for hands on you. You wanted to feel hands on you. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I let yeah. you pick all the men. Mm, I like that. Do part. you remember that? I do. I, I'm not going to lie. I've run a lot of gangbangs and I'm uh -huh. really having a hard time <laughs> well, putting it, must it be in. Nice. 
I have never even been in my own gangbang. I have never been in my own gangbang. Yes. You do. Yes. But I only want it with guys that I know and so and I trust, right? And so I've got one locked in now and I think another one that's a willing, but there's still another hole to fill. Yeah, so I actually do want one, but I want to know the guys and I want it to be intense and I want to be like intoxicated with dick and testosterone, yeah. That uh, that would be a gangbang that I would want. Dick that I know and like, because then you know that they're enthusiastic and excited about you and it's just about you. Yeah, and I do want to craft my own experience. So if I had you guys run a scene for me, I would definitely be like, okay, I want this. I want to be the center of attention. I want guys to be pleasuring me in multiple holes at the same time, not me working multiple fucking men at the same time. You're all there to help me have a goddess experience because that's part of my fantasy. So sometimes my fantasy is to be used like a dirty little whore in the middle of that. That's different. That different vibe. I might ask for that at a different time. Yeah. But um, that's just it fantasies are when you get to live them out you do realize that you know when when the the rubber meets the road of fantasy to reality sometimes there's some important adjustments that need to be made yeah and so having a friend there to help you fulfill a fantasy is a good idea it's a great idea amazing idea and then through our gangbangs with you and uh amber yeah we actually met some of our other friends. So yeah. Fez, right? Yeah. Fez yeah. and Terry. Yeah. So if Fez hadn't joined that video that's like about two goddesses taking a train of men, you guys, we wouldn't have never met him. So it was just so interesting how those phases of your experimentation made some men rise to the top yeah. in terms of quality yeah. and like bond and connection. And then we still are friends today, yeah. right? Yeah. So... That was pretty cool. I didn't expect that. I was there to run a gangbang, and I we found friends out of it. Yep. So. The gangbang, then, like, orgy. Orgies are, yep. like, uh, you know, like, a monthly kind of thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, they just happen sometimes. Who do they happen with? Like, okay, the last orgy kind of was, like, when it wasn't a busy night mm-hmm. at Oasis, and then we all started playing uh, the... A spin the bottle game and then remember we were just oh, everybody right. else just, we just like all had sex yeah that's right it turned into this giant thing and i just like slowly backed out yeah. of the room because i was like wow yeah yeah because i don't join with strangers or, or not even just strangers sometimes i just i'm not i'm not into that i'm not into sex with people i'm not not sure about um i'm just so different like that i'm so di- and i'll never change it's never been part of me that has been different and so it's funny that i'm a swinger Right? Yeah. I know. It's weird. Um, but so, it's, orgies? Yeah. So, you've had your share of multiple men. Now, do you still like multiple men? Um, I'm going to say multiple men are for uh, special occasions. Okay. Kind of thing. Uh, uh, now, I enjoy the one-on-one, the being treated as a goddess, the focus mm-hmm. on me. Um, uh, you know, like a dick in my pussy, sucking dick. Uh, sitting on faces, 69, mm-hmm. lots of positions, missionary, doggy style, um, on top. I love being on top. Even me and you fucking, like, strap on each other. Yeah, and you know, that's an amazing, that's <laughs> that one of my funny. amazing nights, too. That, the laughter was so fucking that's, pure, right? That's what it was about. Yeah. It was more about me and you bonding yeah. funny, fucking hilarious yeah. night. <laughs> It was at another club. It was at M4. Yeah. And we weren't feeling the dick that was around. Yeah. So we said, let's fuck each other. 
It's true. And uh, it's funny. I know that, like, me and you will still have another man and as a threesome in our future. Who I don't knows, know who that who man knows. is. Who knows? But I plan to have a threesome with you one I day with a man. Like, it's always been on my list. And then so, uh, yeah, it's, it's in our list. But when we didn't have it, we made the most of it and had a great friendship night. And, like, we've gone to these clubs now so many times. We have brought food. We've had potlucks. We have brought chips and fucking cherries and whatever. And we would snack after fucking gangbangs. Like, yes, we'd wash our hands first. But this is what we've been doing. Yeah. What a fun life. Right? We'll watch each other have sex. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. We don't come from a world where this was normal. No. No. Like, uh, we're just talking about the uh, pegging story earlier. Yeah. I was telling her how I felt like so huge, big, and macho and like a fucking dragon yeah and then she's like oh i watched it i was there i saw i was literally like i parked myself down i was like this is for me to see and that's just it is we all came from vanilla world which is like our mainstream society and we just kind of acclimatized to this lifestyle where sex is suddenly in the open where some sex clubs sex isn't in the open there's all these little rooms right and so it's just we're just kind of like the creature of our habitat to suddenly be comfortable fucking around our friends that was never my goal i am personally not a sexual exhibitionist i get the same feeling in my body when my one guy wants to make out with me in public while people are watching. I get that PDA feeling and it is a chill that goes through my fucking body until it's over. And I love watching. For, for me to have like my pussy just wide open while someone and these blinking eyes are looking at me. I cannot handle it. Like it's just not my thing. So I ha- I'm happy I found joy doing you know, I did have sex at the club. I yeah. just didn't. I do it with an audience usually. And I, I'm glad that I found joy helping other people fuck. It has been a thrill for me to help other people, A, socialize better with one another, learn how to talk to one another in the pool. I, I, I feel like I'm a little sex therapist in the pool because I'm like, so, like, you know, what is the one thing that you've gotten really good at in sex? And it's like a way for you to, like, brag about something you're good at. And, and I think with you, what I have seen come alive in the last six months to a year is that you've really started to hone in on what you actually like in sex and start to articulate it and then get it. And then you're like, isn't it crazy how when you ask for what you want, you get what you want? Like, it's not always that way. But how on earth could you get what you want if A, you can't even articulate it? And second of all, you aren't even attracting it because you haven't said it. You haven't put it out there. And so what I've seen with you is you've learned that you like to face it. And so you like to advertise at the clubs that you're looking to some, you know, some eager guy's tongue to sit on. And that is an amazing way to get what you're looking for because it's not needy. It's not going around being like, who's going to give me what I want? It's like, who's the lucky face that gets to be under my pussy? You know, like it's a different energy. And not only that, you like pegging men, so you be, or you were able to have those fantasies fulfilled really quickly after you put them out there, like within like a the fi- same night. Yeah, like twenty four hours. Night. It was insane. You know, it was on I, this podcast. It was the insane. Same night. And that reminds me, while I'm in this energy, there's a new segment I have introduced for the last few episodes that I'm going to introduce for the rest of yeah. interviews. That is basically one question that I am going to ask. Because we have manifested a lot 
through what we've learned and what we want in sex, how we want to be treated. I found a guy who treats me like fucking amazing. And now I'm like seeing some guy and I'm having all this other great sex in my life. And it's the kind of what I, it's exactly what I wanted. So for me, I'm also learning that I can get what I want when I'm not afraid to ask for it. Even you if it's not You seem very, popular. very, very genuinely happy. Yeah. You look angry about it. I'm just kidding. I'm just no. Kidding. I'm teasing. I'm not that friend. You know. I, I am know. happy for you. I feel it's funny though because I don't share a lot on my podcast about it or anything because it's like it's just one of those things but like I am happy I'm I'm sleeping with a man who I really trust and like uh we get along really well and I I don't you know I don't have all that drama that used to be there with other dynamics and so I'm thrilled and I'm fulfilled and when I go to the sex clubs I'm more looking to be social like I was always social but now I'm really just can so I add fun, to this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that I've also seen this this connection grow. Yeah. With this past year. So as much as we're talking about our front anniversary, yeah, this is also true. like, right? That's I've seen true. it grow. You were a helpful force in yeah. making me realize something that was under my nose. Yeah, that I hadn't quite yet picked up on. Um, it's true. And you saw that too. So you got to see me meet a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And... You saw how it, it progressed over the time, and now, and you like him. You're friends with him. I'm, I don't want to say love. I love him mm-hmm. I, because he's an awesome, a person, amazing yeah. person. Yeah, I call him Mr. S. Is that what you call him? Yeah. Oh, so we're calling him Mr. S. Um, I haven't outed him officially as my guy, and so I just for now That's he's okay. Mr. S. Yeah. So Mr. S is an awesome yeah. human being. And I'm very happy for the two of you. Thank you. And and it goes to show that manifestation is real. And if you finally learn how to, you know, crack that code, so to speak, I've we've learned that you can get some things. And so this segment is now I want you to dig deep about what it is that you would like to attract now. What is what is it that you want for real? Oh shit, you're putting me on the spot. Right now. And it's oh, going fuck. to go into like a star. It's gonna shoot to the sky. And you're going to leave it there. So I want you to use this as something to get in touch with yourself and realize, what is it that you actually want? Is it love? Is it a relationship? Are you looking to partner up? Are you looking to have certain sexual experiences? What is your eagerness? Where is your energy want to take you next? So uh, somebody asked me um, recently what like my sexual fantasies are. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have fulfilled all of them. Wow within this past year that's amazing isn't it that with is you amazing. by my side yes right that's so and like true. expressing them so honestly i i can't think of any sexual fantasies mm-hmm. i want to be in love okay uh i want to put that out there and you want to find someone who likes and enjoys this lifestyle too i do because i enjoy it yeah as much as um like, okay, I think about the monogamy, the polyamorous. Uh, I like having sex with different people. Yeah. Uh, and I'm okay with my partner wanting that too. Also, I don't currently like anal sex. Mm-hmm. And if my partner does, I'm fine with my partner going to the <laughs> club and getting their fill. Right. Because I don't want them to live the rest of their life not getting something that they like. Because yeah. I don't like it same so i'm i'm putting it out there i'm i'm willing to be with somebody that's in the lifestyle that's open about all this yeah uh sex is about pleasure about everybody's pleasure 
like why why do we gotta make it vanilla or like why does it have to be if it's your thing to try different things at different people yeah. then then that's your thing i just think that when you are in this lifestyle and, and you're looking for love and companionship you're gonna find it with someone who doesn't look at your body count with, with meaning anymore and that is in the lifestyle that is not everyone in the lifestyle but that is in the lifestyle it is not in vanilla world no and so part of me, when the day I realized the day was over when I was on Tinder and, and Bumble and all those places, because even as many upside down pineapples as I could throw in there to symbolize I'm a swinger, I was still swimming in different waters. And I am done with vanilla mainstream world. Yeah, because it's, um, I feel like once you're in it, then, you, you know, we could talk about this honestly all we want. But mm-hmm. like, once you experience this, uh i'm not again i don't know if like i'm saying this right i don't i'm not gonna say i don't believe in monogamy i do but if you find the right person and like you guys click and you're it for each other and my significant other is not into anal sex and is just yeah focuses on me and i focus on them i'm fine with that too yeah but you're right like on dating sites you have to like you know filter through those people people say so much stuff and if it's about sex like Go to a club. Have a good time. And I've just, I've, I think the days are long behind me as they should be of when you wait and reveal yourself on the second date or third date to see if you're judged. Be polarizing up front. Slam that fucking door in their face if they're going to judge you because they should get the fuck out of your life before they come in. And that's how I found the guy I'm with now is I was looking for a blanket acceptance. Okay, like absolutely. I'm willing to give it. Yeah, I want it. Um, You know, even if I am as a person changes, like what if I do want to fuck someone? What if I don't want to fuck someone? Whatever. And so I I just know that you can get it. But I think you need someone in the lifestyle. And so if you are looking for love, and I think that now that we know that you're putting that out there, it doesn't mean that you look for that in every man that you have an interaction with. Of course not. No, 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 no. So let's just take everybody's like breath down a second who's watching or listening (laughs) and say we are grown ass women. Yeah. We are adults. We are comfortable with casual, transient-natured sex. Yeah. Just because we're also open-minded and looking for love. And so please don't run away because we're also looking for that. We are more than a one-trick pony, and we can suck you off while we wait for Mr. Right. So, right? You said it the best way possible. Yeah. We could give you a really awesome, fucking amazing blowjob while we wait for the love of our lives. Right? So don't be intimidated that that's what some of us women are looking for. And to be honest, some of the guys that I know, the single men who were adamant, and I mean adamant, that the lifestyle was not about love, that it should not be about that, he fell in love with a wonderful girl in this lifestyle and now he has eaten his words and they're at the life they're at the club they're happy yeah yeah and he was the one that was like this is about sex and swinging it's not about love and don't come in here looking for a boyfriend and then and then he fell in love and it's because you find good people in this lifestyle and then you build things and yeah it might have started around sex but these are people you want to spend your time with right like that's the people it. who like sex and don't judge you for your lifestyle and that's what i want to put out there too is that as much as i'm enjoying the lifestyle right and i'd like to find somebody but that's not what it's all about yeah. it's not about i'm not going to the sex clubs to find the love of my life or a boyfriend or a relationship i'm still doing me but if i find somebody in the lifestyle that's a huge bonus True. Right? I just think that they're not, those special guys that are going to accept you are not going to fall from a vanilla world tree. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. that your time is well spent in Vanilla World ads. Do you think I'm, I'm, this is it, the lifestyle's for me, right? I do. I think, I think so, too. Not only that, I think anyone who's not lifestyle will already judge you for what you've done, yeah. even if you didn't do anything else. And that's enough for you to... Ne- you never have to be judged in life for how no, you live your no. life, and you don't deserve to even be around people like that. And I think that's why this, this is important, that I think people start looking in the right place. Yeah. Because... If you're looking for certain things and energy is supposed to find you back, you've got to start living unapologetically about who you are. And that is some of the most attractive qualities about people is when they're just like, especially for guys who smoke. I know people hate, sometimes hate smokers. I have dated many smokers and I don't smoke. I don't care. As long as you don't smoke in my house and as long as you rinse your mouth out, I'm okay. Not everyone will agree, right? Yeah, yeah. But I also liked it when the guys weren't apologetic about it. I liked when they were like, sorry, I just need my nicotine. They were like, babe, I'm going to have my smoke. Sure, babe. Yep. Right? Yeah. So just stop being apologetic for things about your lifestyle, who you are, and like in general, and then put that out there in the right places. And I think that's where you'll meet someone. I do have to pitch something here. So I am affiliated now with a site called sdc.com. I do have a special affiliate link that I do get a commission for if you click on it. It's in the link of this description of this podcast. But I, I make recommendations carefully. SDC.com has been around for a very long time. It is trusted. I took a look on it. It is basically my idea is it's like Facebook meet Tinder meet Swinger. It is a social media site for sex positive Swinger people. You will see nudity on there. You'll see dicks dicks in people's pictures, whatever. So it's not your normal site, right? And there's events. There's groups. I have a Toronto Unicorn group. There's events that, for example, Oasis Aqua Lounge puts up today's sword play night. They have a sword play event, so you can click on it, get details. It is a place that people can meet and socialize in the lifestyle. So for anybody who is interested, I want you to click on the link in the description of the podcast and give it a chance. You know, the free free features are going to be limited. So if you're really ready yeah. to like give this a chance um, and try looking in this world for more connection beyond just this transient whatever, um, I also recommend don't waste your fucking time with an empty profile. Put that shit up front. Build that investment up front. Put a nice picture. You know. No, you told me to try it. I might. I think you should. Yeah. Make sure you use my affiliate link. I am affiliated. I'm an author on the site. I contribute some of the content to help educate their community as well. So, um, but there's other sites as well that you can try. Yeah. I just, I think that you're not going to find success meeting anyone from Vanilla World because you're always going to be nervous confessing who you are and you don't need to do that anymore. I already am. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. On regular dating sites. And that's just it is it took I remember the day when I took my 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 ball and went home from those sites. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I am out. I am now in full speed ahead into the sex positive world. Yeah. Everybody I will forever date will be in this lifestyle now. That day will come. I'm coming to the realization that I feel like that's where my people are. Yeah. And I think you'll find good quality people here. Right. We're I used to almost be, you know, subject to the same internal judgments of people too i was culturally conditioned the way that everyone else was sex is you know bad if you have so much of it whatever and then i had to deconstruct my own shame about sex it wasn't like i was just you know superwoman without shame i had to stop looking at women with shame too including myself i had to stop and unlearn it And it was when I unlearned it that I realized it was fucking learned in the first place. 
Yeah, because it's the same that you were saying about the numbers. Yep. Where I'm like, this, like, how is this woman enjoying sex so much? And then I'm like, because I'm taught that. I'm taught that it's not okay yep. for women to enjoy it as much as men do. Yep. And I was like, that's, that's disgusting. That's gross. As in, why am I thinking like this? I know. And the men think like this, too. Not all of them, but some do. And that's why I want a lifestyle man, because they're also being desensitized to shaming women with sex. And I'm not blaming them. We all come from a certain cultural conditioning or what I like to consider indoctrination. And no one's immune from it. And so if somebody does join this lifestyle with more prejudice or judgment at the beginning, as long as you're not outward with it, as long as you don't showcase it, you might be able to also learn that your own shit can calm down. That's what I've learned within this last year. Yeah. I've learned to unlearn these disgusting yeah. judgments about everybody. Yeah. About all genders, all people, all cultures, everything. Yeah. Is I've learned to unlearn the horrible stuff that I was taught. Either social media, whatever, family, yeah. you know, friends, you know, society. Um, so that's, I'm glad that I'm, I'm very, very, very open-minded about everything. And it's true. And I think when you realize that you can also deconstruct jealousy, it's not this, I know it's primal. I know the feeling is primal, but it technically is a manageable thing. And I've recently come to learn how to control it or, or, you know, mitigate it, whatever. And these are things that I thought you were built a certain way or you weren't and it's not true is that you can actually decondition and desensitize yourself i think desensitization is key yeah because the more things are around you the more desensitized you become um but i just the the sky is the limit also if, if you open your mind about sex you open your mind about a lot of things yeah. imagine how much better your life would be you know that you don't have to think about this whole, like Judging people. Yeah. And you know what? You'll feel better about yourself. Yeah. And then you'll accept people. I learned to love my body when I was around people who loved me anyways, no matter what I look like. And like that one night at the pool. And I remember thinking, yeah, I'd worked on myself before then. But I remember thinking, there's no room for judgment about anyone. Not only, not just, not anyone, not including myself. There's no room. There was no room in the, in the air for it. Let's just have a chat about life. Like... And that's just it is this lifestyle. It, it just without the shame, without judgment and shame. Think about how different we can oh, all be. Oh, wow. And women, you guys, you and your friends have shared so many wow. men in this lifestyle, like had sex with the same guy. You would never do that in vanilla world. If you even made out with a guy one time in one truck one day, he was off limits forever usually. Fuck no. You smiled at my boyfriend. I'm right? going to fucking kill you. Right? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's my man. I'm telling you, I have seen friendships end because the guy that once dated or fucked someone made a move on the other and they went for coffee. I'm telling you. But this is something that I was also kind of judgy, jealous, whatever about was these threats or other women. And for me, this lifestyle has really disarmed the other women. There's only ever been one or two cases where I felt a woman at the club was, was shady and I didn't feel like it was a good experience that way. But overall, most, and again, even that person, yeah. I don't even think is a bad person. I think they might have made a mistake okay, in the culture. Good. That's awesome and of that's, you to be like that too. Well, it's true, but it also goes to show the importance of learning this fucking culture. Because you don't want to make 
critical mistakes and earn a reputation because you just happen to do something wrong, you know, or aggressive to aggressive. So I will say that even those experiences, you know, I still have to see those people again, right? It's a small community, but it goes to show that there's, there's still bad feelings around and there's still people you have to be concerned about. But overall, I have seen nothing but women support other women in this lifestyle and learn to accept that the guy that we just fucked is not ours and that he's allowed. Like, it's a weird feeling because we used to be more possessive. Yeah. I did. Same, same. Even like saying it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you know, I'll, uh, I'll fuck him first and then, you know. Or you fucked well, go try them out. That's just it. I push guys that I fuck that fuck well on my friends. I never used to be able to do that. None of my friends would have been open minded to even hearing that. And now I'm like, no man, he fucks well. It's kind of like works in a dick, like works. Or sorry, a dick yeah, works in a condom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it. And yeah, so like we've actually shared sexual partners. Um, and in vanilla world, it just wasn't something we did. No. No. It would be friendship potentially ending if someone dated my partner or like fucked somebody who I had like, yeah, it was just, and this is what, what it was like. So this lifestyle has done more to unlock us from a lot of things. And so it's been a year. We can see. Jealousy is not healthy. It's not. I understand. It happens. It happens happens because women are emotional, right? Like, yeah, it happens feelings, but it's. It's nice not to be jealous. I know. I know. Right? It is it's, nice. It's nice to be like, you know what? He did fuck well. He, you know, his Take dick your works turn. in a condom. <laughs> uh, you know, try the doggy style really good when he's grabbing the ass, you right. know? Uh, so go enjoy. It's like the guy I'm seeing right now, Mr. S. I can't wait till he eats out one of my friends because, like, he's good at it. Like, good at it. Like, better than most men I've ever had. And so I kind of can't wait to like show him off in a way. Um, so that's kind of like, I'm in, I'm looking forward to those kind of parts of the lifestyle too, but there is jealousy. We've worked through some of it. You've had some concerns or, or issues with even close friends in this lifestyle because sharing does not like sharing guys doesn't come without some prickliness, right? Can I add something? I do want to, because, um, recently I had two threesomes and a foursome. And uh, I was talking to some friends last night. And you know what? I know the threesomes are on everybody's bucket list. Mm-hmm. It's uh, their sexual fantasy. But this is a PSA that you need to include all parties. Yeah. As much as you think uh, you're... Okay, you have to think about your pleasure. You have to think about the second person's pleasure. And then you also have to think about the third person's pleasure. Yeah. So... It's not a good feeling when it's not about all the three people. So let it be your fantasy, right? Do it. But just make sure that you're taking care of all parties. Because I had to do that this last encounter that I had. And I was like, okay, I have to be conscious of, okay, there's two other people. Got to take care of them. Yeah. There's two other people. I got to take care of them. And then there's three other people. We got to all take care of each other. Yeah. So that's a, a huge thing I learned. Before I thought, oh, fucking threesomes, no deal, no big deal. Yeah. You just fucking lie there and get your shit. Nah. Yeah. If you want to enjoy it and you have to include all parties and be really be conscious of yeah. everybody's pleasure. 
It's true. And there's, you know, I've had mostly great threesomes. I've been very blessed. But the times that I did, I remember I would make a point of saying, like, thank you for sharing your husband, because at least I'm establishing their dominance in that. I'm trying to disarm their feelings of jealousy because I'm I'm confessing I'm in I'm I'm subordinate, right? And for me, that's helped me in threesomes a lot as a unicorn because I'm trying to cater to the woman. I'm trying to be like, don't worry, I'm renting this dick, not owning. Yeah. You know, that's it. Yeah, I said that to be funny, not because there's money involved. What you're saying is, um, but my threesomes on mostly are not with other couples, right? So, uh, like, I'm just saying, they're mostly with other women or men. Yeah. Uh, I don't do a lot of couples. Maybe a lot of couples don't do me. I'm not sure what... Um, I think couples will be good for you because they're the ones that are so cherishing usually of a unicorn unless they're not, unless they treat you like a little escort because that's what happens too. Yeah. Um, I agree with you because this last, uh, foursome mm -hmm. was with a female play partner and a couple and the couple was making it all about us, which felt amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. They must have been thrilled. They picked up two single women. I know. Right. They were like, as they're like licking you, they're like, this is going in the memory books. Like, (laughs) you know? So they both went down on me, the husband and wife. Wow, and that's the thing; like they're both gonna be like remembering that forever, right? So yeah. Well, yeah. as a, I'm now dating a guy too, and like I haven't slept with anyone else yet with him. But when we do, I would remember them all. I would be like, oh yes, that was that time. That was so that she time. She has a couple now, yeah, right? Because you're sharing something, yeah. And so. I'm excited for the next time that happens for you. Me too. It'll be a first. And so one of the things I'm working on as a, as a side project is I'm documenting the journey I am going on trying to onboard somebody to the lifestyle. And so because I'm new to this and going at someone else's pace, I realized that I was learning a lot on the way. And so I'm documenting my journey. It'll be coming out in a podcast in the future uh, when it's done. But for now, I'm in the, you know, I'm in the gathering stage of information. But it goes to show that navigating this lifestyle with a new partner created its whole, whole new set of questions and feelings and everything. And and I, I'm help. I, I want to share my experiences to help other people too. Yeah. I agree because that's exciting. Yeah, that's new, right? And yeah. I feel like probably a lot of other couples, a lot of other people, other female, male, whatever, right? Everybody's kind of maybe going through that. That yeah, that's like okay, you're not alone, or they're not alone. It's so the number one. One of the biggest questions I get asked is how do you get a partner to like join this lifestyle? And so. Um, I did, I, you know, I'm talking about how we go at the slowest person's pace. And then I, I actually did an episode about the bumps in the road because we've already hit bumps in the road where our feelings got hurt one or the other. And we learn through communication how to mitigate those things in the future so that we continuously, like with the process and value set of continuous improvement, we're designing this, this workflow within our relationship so that it doesn't hurt. It doesn't provide sadness and that it provides the joy it's intended to when the other has sexual experiences that are fulfilling, even if they're outside of the relationship. So I'm thrilled. I have got a lot out of this lifestyle myself. I have been in a few years now, three or four years and I feel like an old hat now. Like, I feel nah, like I'm girl. seen it all, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I've only been a year, and I feel like I've yeah. seen it all. So right. I can only imagine you. But I like that yeah. you're an awesome resource, too. Right? Yeah. I have so many questions. I ask questions to you all the time right well you helped inspire my other podcast the one that's called live unapologetically yourself because i noticed i would give you some like life coaching advice that a lot of people would should hear yeah and i was like you should do that Mm -hmm. 
And you did. I did. I only have two episodes down so far, but um, believe it or not, ad revenue from that is higher <laughs> than my other uh, 100,000 view video on my other channel because of the content, right? The sexual nature of my content versus non. And so you will see me lean a little bit more into mainstream content because I am getting the ad revenue there. And I'm also happy to to share more than beyond what's just sex and swinging, right? And this podcast is great, but I've got many podcasts. I also have a sex stories podcast where you can listen to me talk in thrusty detail about all of my sex that I have, the good, bad, and the cringeworthy. And uh, you can listen to that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts too. So this year that we have been friends, when you met me, I had a TikTok account or whatever, I had a YouTube. In this last year, even that has grown. See, we've both grown. Mm-hmm. Like, my Immensely. channel has grown. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how many subscribers. That doesn't even really matter. But it's more the momentum. I feel the momentum changing. We, You meet people with me all the time who have said, you've changed my life. I get excited for you. Mm-hmm. And people I, say I, it to you, too, now. Yeah. I, like... I'm like, when I see people come talk to her and they're, mm-hmm. I see their huge smiles. I see them like a little shy, a little hesitant. And then like they walk yeah. over to her and I just like, I, I, I go back to the first day I met her. Yeah. The fangirl moment. I'm like, you know what? That makes me happy. It's true. And I was saying to the guy I'm seeing right now, and I was like, you know, I will always give them my attention when they come and talk to me. Right. And he's like, he needs to know that because if I know how vulnerable it is to come and try and like, knock, 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 I wanted to say hi. And if that person isn't rude to you or is short with you, you will remember. Yeah. And so I do try to give people that warm, you know, tilt of the head. Hello. And I think I gave that to you. Right. Because, you know, you felt welcome. So it goes to show like these are, you know, when I meet people who connect with my content, this is a real connection. It's not like I'm just some crazy person on the Internet. I really want to know that I helped you and that you found this journey and I want to hear, you know, your excitement about it. Yep. So, yeah. We've both grown. We've mm-hmm. learned from each other. Uh, you're a great resource to me. Thank we, you. We bounce ideas off of each other. Yep. We talk about everything. Yep. Like everything. I like that I can advocate for you without you saying a fucking word because I'm watching your experience through the lifestyle and learning and seeing some of the stuff. And again, it's just, I want you to have good experiences as a single woman and to have a few threesomes where the, like the wife rejected you and the guy, like, oh my God, that should not happen to you. But that's okay. So, we live, we learn, right? That's, yeah. I learn, we learn. You do. Right? I learn what to but do. But I like looking over, over your shoulder I and know. being like, actually, let's talk like this. Like, yeah. I remember with you, I'm like, instead Instead of hoping a guy eats you out, let's talk about how, you know, you're looking for oral pleasers, right? Like, let's just lead with it. And so then you started getting your pussy eaten left, right, and center. Yeah. And then you're like, this shit works. Yeah. It works when you start asking for what you want. Yeah. And it's not always just the abrupt asking. Sometimes you've got to finesse it and, and be inviting, too. But it's beautiful to see you grow over this year because I had to learn these things recently the hard way, especially the people pleasing, because you don't want to be in a blowjob, you know, people pleasing for some guy you don't even like. Um, you need to lurk, like work on those things yeah. so you don't end up in those situations, right? Which brings me to my podcast, Live Unapologetically Yourself. The first uh, episode is about people pleasing. Um, and then the second one is how to say no and mean it. There's going to be a lot more content there. You can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well, and on YouTube. But I just also want to say that you help a lot with the social aspect of it. You ask mm. questions, you bring people together. 
And then mm-hmm. I like when some guys like face sitting and then you look over at me, you're like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I know. You know? And then like, I start making out with them and then I'm out. I you know? know, it's true. It's like the match game. I'm yeah. like, oh, we have a winner. Yep. So. Step right up. <laughs> I have truly enjoyed oh. this past year. That's I've learned true. a lot. I've grown. I have so much more confidence. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to have met you and I've made lots of other friends in the lifestyle and uh i can't wait for a hundred more years i know right i mean who knows what this journey brings we may not even be open for the sex at the clubs a lot in the future what if we get bored of it who knows yeah so the good news is when we accept people in this lifestyle we accept them we don't accept them as they currently present we accept them and know that people can change so just like my friends knew me as a single girl all the time and now I'm going to be mostly, you know, partnered even even though I have an open dynamic, it's still accepting that too and that change is happening as well. So yeah. it means that I'm looking more into the couple side of the swinger lifestyle for the first time um, than the single one, yeah. which is a whole new learning experience. So, yeah. Well, I hope that we have another full year, another fun year. I... I can't wait to see how this lifestyle continues to change our lives, especially when you start to see more of the feedback directly of people who said, hey, Amelia, your episode specifically about this, this, this is really what connected with me because you're going to realize that day that I pulled you outside and said, this is for women empowerment. Do you want your face shown or not? I know how to get what I want. And, and, you know, like that question is a very loaded (laughs) question. But I also know how to... I changed my mind after, right? Right? I was like, yeah. No, no, I mean about being blurred, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's true. But it's true. And it's just one of those things where back then, could you have ever imagined the footprint you could have on women empowerment now? No, no, no. I didn't know I was going to be friends with you Mm -hmm. the first time I met you. I thought you were a celebrity and I was just going <laughs> to follow you on yeah. on social media. I didn't know I was going to meet all these amazing people. Uh, I didn't know I was going to learn all this stuff. I didn't know I was going to grow. Yeah. I didn't... How much I was going to grow uh, as a person, mm-hmm. my mentality, my acceptance for people, for different yeah. things, um, just being open-minded and like we're hanging out on a on a Sunday night, just friends. Yeah. You know, it's not even about the sex club. Nope. And not only that, but you've been now featured on my channel so pronounced, like so much that you have your own playlist called Starring Amelia. And you you get a lot of hits on that thing. So people are like, hey, who's that girl? I'm going to go and follow her journey. So there is people who are connecting with your journey and, and being inspired by it. And like you could have, you know, how how did you end up here like yeah. you're you're inspiring other people now so that's a, it's it a beautiful good. thing it's kind of like this weird pyramid scheme but it's not like <laughs> it's a scam not, it's not it's just like good living like yeah. you know i don't know but it's like pass it on to three friends oh sorry it's okay like, pass it on to three friends right? <laughs> it's good house sexing <laughs> instead of housekeeping <laughs> right right that's funny i don't know if that's a good joke but man um it was kind of mediocre <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a it's a dad joke i think <laughs> not gonna lie sorry. <laughs> i know i know thanks for being a good friend i know right at it. i know right? i tried all right well thank you amelia and thank we'll you. uh you'll have to keep watching the journey and see where we end up right yep a right. hundred more all right Mwah. <laughs>